UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Hey, good morning. You're well, sir. Now, uh, <laughs> bullied into hacking. I hope we're not talking about you. No, no, not guilty of hacking. Guilty <laughs> of so many other things, but not hacking. Um, yeah, the hacking trial, though, is back. Well, not that it ever went away, but it's making headlines again, I suppose, is the point. Yes. Uh, remember, seven former News of the World employees, most of them journalists, are accused of conspiracy to illegally hack into any number of people's phones, in particular celebrities, because that's where they get the scurrilous front-page stories from. Uh, so we've heard about the moment that the actress, Sienna Miller, who was dating Jude Law at the time, so we're going back a few years, when Sienna Miller was dating Jude Law, she sent a love message to Daniel Craig. So she was cheating on Alfie with 007, as it were. Um, At which point, apparently, in the office of News of the World, the former editor Andy Coulson shouted, Brilliant, allegedly. Uh, Sienna had left a voicemail on Daniel Craig's phone, and it became this front-page exclusive. Um, Now, the prosecution witness, the key prosecution witness here, a guy called Dan Evans, says he was basically bullied to find stories in this way. As he said, he was told, find a front-page story or you might as well jump off a cliff. Hence the hacking, hence the pressure to hack into phones and, and churn this stuff over. Um, the seven on trial, I have to say, all deny the charges. But every now and again, we get this little glimpse of something, which is, I have to say, fascinating. Mm, remind me never, ever to practice journalism in the UK. <laughs> now, a Syrian refugee... Oh, Hang on a moment, you can't just say that way. What have you been doing? Say again? What Uh, have you been doing that that you're worried about practising journalism here, you uh, see? If it's all completely above board, then you'd have nothing to hide, Kino. This is very true. Uh, Tell us about the (laughs) Syrian refugees. Uh, Britain agrees to offer asylum, which I think is a good move. Yes, the United Nations had uh, had asked nations to sort of chip in, as it were, and start offering asylum to some of the refugees. And indeed, I mean, there's some very vulnerable people we're talking about here. We're not even just talking about the two million or so displaced. We're talking about people who've been victims of torture or sexual violence, some of the elderly, um, some of the injured girls, uh, very young children, women, etc. Um, so 30,000 at least to start with. Uh, all credit to them, Germany has committed to admitting 10,000 Syrian refugees just like that, which is, uh, which is extraordinary. The UK is committing, well, they're not to a specific number. That's probably where we let ourselves down. The Deputy Prime Minister has confirmed overnight that, yes, we will take, as he put it, temporary resettlement of the most vulnerable Syrian refugees. Now, quite how temporary that means. Is that six months and then kick them out? Well, we don't yet know. But uh, uh, we also don't know the figure. The suggestion is it'll be hundreds rather than thousands. So it's good, but we're not quite sure how good it is. And another plague? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. yes, we need a plague like yeah. we need a hole in the head. Uh, yeah, <laughs> scientists have worked out. I, I, don't, I think this was meant to be comforting somehow, but scientists have worked out that a variation of the world's worst killer plagues is still about. That effectively, this is in the Lancet Infectious Disease Journal, there's a clue in the name there, uh, essentially <laughs> by taking the DNA from the teeth of victims of both the Justinian plague in the 6th century and the Black Death in the 14th century, the Black Death, killed half of Europeans, they say they come from the same strain of bacteria, which is still evolving, still mutating today. In fact, they say that there have been plague deaths in Madagascar, which are in their own way linked. So they say the Black Death could return, but it wouldn't, they say, wipe out half the population of Europe because we have better drugs, better doctors, and fewer rats. 
I don't know about you, but the better drugs, better doctors, fear, it doesn't really do it for me. No. I, I want there to be more conclusive evidence that we're not going to get a bubonic plague again. But, okay. <laughs> Adam, always great chatting to you. You must have a good one. I'll chat to you tomorrow. That's Adam okay. Gilchrist and your UK report.